Corpo MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hey guys and gals, welcome in. Thank you for joining me. I am Chris Kiefer, and this is, of course, the RockyMountainATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Fly Racing and Race Tech. We are winding these podcasts down for 2020. Only a few left. I'm going to take a little vacation here in December, but we are here today to talk about the 2021 Yamaha YZ125X. Holy hell, it is off-road season here in California. Cooler temps. We're getting some storms, we're getting some moisture in the dirt, and that means we're going to do more off-road specific podcasts and tests over on KieferInkTesting.com, as well as RaceRex, as well as PulpMX.com. Maybe we should call it PulpMX-Offroad.com. Maybe that's what we should do. Probably not, because Steve ain't going to have that shit, for sure. But nonetheless, I've been wanting to dedicate the month of December to off-road tests, to possibly doing an off-road shootout. I refrained from doing a 250-450 MX shootout this year because, quite frankly, it's been done, and I'm just kind of wanting to do something different. So I've been doing head-to-head comparisons with bikes over there. If you check out my website, you can read those. But just something different. But I haven't done an off-road shootout in, I don't think, well, I've done one in my whole time since I left Dirt Rider, right? So... I've been thinking about doing an off-road shootout that you guys have uh, been emailing me about. Ultimate off-road machine and combining all different types of hybrid off-road motorcycles to see which one is the best in different types of conditions. No, I am not on the East Coast. No, I don't have these snotty roots that you guys have back there. But I do have some tight trails, some technical rock sections, some waterfalls, And we can kind of hone in on what the ultimate bike would be for you off-road guys out there. Heavy, big, small. We're going to try to include all different types of machines just like this YZ125X we're going to talk about today. But these are my thoughts, and that is why I want to tell you guys about it a little bit. So December is coming up. California off-road season is here. I'm actually really looking forward to riding some off-road. I've been burning myself you know, lighting the candle at both ends with this motocross stuff here lately and with going to amateur races. So I'm looking forward to doing something a little bit different, going back to my roots and just finding some more off-road content for you guys out there that have been wanting it. So here we are. But first things first, RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs and street bikes, low prices, unparalleled customer service and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks it's so easy to see why you guys should be shopping over there right now it's christmas time get your friends some gifts get your spouse some gifts parts accessories whatever it is go to rocky mountain but first go to kieferinktesting.com click on that rmatvmc banner and then continue to live your life and do the shopping over there and that helps us keep this show up and moving gives us a slice of what you guys are purchasing, keeps Heather happy, 
keeps her off my back, and just makes everything run smooth over here at keeferingtesting.com. Thank you for you guys actually doing that. I've been seeing it. Thank you guys so much. And, of course, wintertime is coming. Go check out flyracing.com. So much warm weather gear, windproof gloves, all different types of stuff over there, even snowmobile. Dude, there's some cool snowmobile gear that I would actually probably wear riding dirt bikes. So go check them out, flyracing.com. And, of course, if you guys are on the East Coast and you plan on putting your bike up for the winter, before you do that, get your suspension serviced over at racetech.com. And then when you guys come back next year, your stuff is fresh, ready to go. You don't got to worry about it. Out of storage, you're ready to rock. Go visit the guys over at racetech.com. They do excellent work. And, of course, email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com for any information about my advertisers. Discount codes, I have some for Racetech. So email me. I'm happy to get back to you. I've got tons of emails. Please, oh, please, do not DM me on Instagram. I get tons of DMs. I will not most likely answer those. Just hit me up on email, and I'm happy to help you guys out there. Last but not least, icon-cbd.com. You guys are sore like I am today. I went to Arizona with my son. The track was a little bit different. Had some rhythm sections that I'm not used to, almost like Supercross-ish stuff. Uh, My joints are a little bit sore. Dude, my calves are sore. My calves are never sore. Rub some Icon CBD on them today. Tomorrow, less sore. You will not have the Tuesdays. You guys read Racerhead on RacerX. I just did something over there. You guys can go check it out. Go read uh, Racerhead right now. I talked about how different bikes give me um, different parts of my body are sore on different types of bikes. It's super weird. Uh, When I ride the Yamaha, I'm sore in different areas than I am on the Honda. And it kind of reminded me of some things. So uh, I went and typed about it over there on racerxonline.com. But if you guys are sore, you don't want the Tuesdays icon-cbd.com. They'll take care of you. All right, so we're here, 2021 YZ125X. Dude, this thing is fun. I'm not going to lie. Aiden has a YZ125, obviously standard motocross edition. So we have that here. We're doing stuff on that. We have done um, some modifications for Loretta's on that bike. So when I got this YZ125X, I was excited that I would have a 125 to ride. He's on a 125. We're going to do some trail riding. Um, for me, very fun to do. That's how I grew up riding with my father, just out trail riding. I was on a YZ125 way back in the day. I rode District 37, Heron Hounds on a YZ125. But it's cool that Yamaha is not giving up on the two-stroke off-road movement. Obviously, I think KTM and Husqvarna set a precedent there, and Yamaha sees a window for them to get into as well to sell more motorcycles and to please a wider range of people. I'm out here in Asperia, California. I see tons of motorcycles out and about, people riding, and I would say 70% of those are two-strokes. So two-strokes are alive and well, and these blue-collared people that are out riding on weekends that want to enjoy their time with their family, the two-strokes seem to be the weapon of choice for them because, quite frankly, it's cheaper, easier to work on, and for some, not saying for everyone, more fun to ride than a, than a four-stroke. I am not that guy. I love four-strokes, but man, I spent some time on this YZ125X up in the hills. I gave my doctor, I have a doctor that I go to, just a general practice doctor. He rides motorcycles, 
Dr. Tarlow. He's based out of Anaheim, California. He is a good dude. I let him ride this YZ125X. He is in his 50s, 190 pounds, and he loves the bike. So we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been riding, um, how the bike works, what they did, Yamaha specifically did to change some things for an off-road type of rider. And uh, I'm just going to break it down for you guys right here. And you guys can actually go to keferinktesting.com. Um, I will have some settings as well as this podcast. I will tell you my settings that I came up with that I thought were really good. But so what did Yamaha actually do to make this X differ from the normal YZ125? So right there, you guys can go to yamaha-motor.com and check it out. But the cylinder head is different. Uh, the compression ratio has also been reduced. Uh, softer overall suspension, even though the fork spring is still a 4.1 newton meter fork spring as well as a 4.6 newton meter shock spring. That hasn't changed from the motocross model, but the internal valving has changed. So it's a little softer. It moves more. It's for the off-road type of guy. It obviously has a kickstand, 18-inch rear wheel, AT81 Dunlop tires. Um, like I said in the cylinder head, the, the, the X has a slightly larger combustion chamber. And so what Yamaha is trying to do with this X is give you a broader power, uh, a smoother delivery, and just try to give you some more what I call lugability. And lugability is something that you guys out there are familiar with if you're older, that you're in a higher gear, you want to chug up a hill, you don't want to spin. So if you're trying to get up a hill and you're in second gear or let's say first gear and you're just spinning the shit out of your rear tire, Yamaha is trying to give you uh, – more lugability so you can get into second and your bike doesn't want to stall. You can kind of like chug your way up a hill, get less rear wheel spin, and that gets you up the mountain easier. I don't know how many times I go out to my local OHV areas and these guys are doing hill climbs and they're just and they're spinning the shit out of the rear tire when they could just shift up one gear and then lug their way up the slower it is. You don't have to rev the crap out of it to get in up these hills. If you watch really good riders like Cody Webb, Colton Haker, and these extreme athletes, they're in a higher gear. They're lugging it around, and their bikes that they're riding are built to just chug along. Like I talk about the heartbeat of an engine. They're trying to get you a, a, a larger thud, like a boom instead of a bing. You know what I'm saying? So the heartbeat of the engine has to be stronger, a little bit thicker, so that way the rear wheel can just chug its way up a mountain versus just fucking spinning the shit out of it. So that's what Yamaha was trying to do with this engine, and it's hard to do, right? Because you're dealing with the YZ125, and the nature of a 125 engine is hyperactive. Um, you got to rev the crap out of it, but... That hasn't completely gone away. Yes, you still got to ride it at a higher RPM, but they're trying to give you a little bit smoother delivery with these head changes, the reducing the compression ratio, and the larger combustion chamber just to try to give you a longer, broader power. Uh, the power valves have also been reshaped. Uh, the ECU timing has changed. Has the same six-speed transmission as a YZ125, so there's no wider ratio. That hasn't changed. But they did go to a 1350 gearing ratio versus a 1348. Uh, with Aiden's YZ125, I always went to a 1349. 
But after riding this 1350, and I let Aiden ride this bike a little bit as well and doing some off-road, is he liked that. He can go into third gear a little bit sooner, and it'll actually pull it a little bit better. So 1350 gearing on this YZ125X. And, of course, to me, the cool part about this is you're dealing with, let's face it, 2005 YZ125 technology, right? The parts are in stock. You don't really have to worry about COVID screwing up your parts you know, order. These parts, most of them, I would say on this X model, are in stock. Yamaha has them. They don't have to wait. The kicker is 6699 bucks versus all the other bikes in its class are around eight grand. So you're saving fourteen, thirteen hundred bucks on going to a YZ125. Yes, some older technology, but still great technology, a fun motorcycle, and guess what? You still have that kick-ass KYB SSS fork, the KYB shock. It's unmatched. I mean, let's face it, in motocross terms, the KYB stuff is the most comfortable. And now that we're moving on to some off-road stuff here in December, uh, man, it is, although soft, yes, I'm 170 pounds, soft for me. I did crank it in a little bit. We'll get to the settings here in a minute. But just, just very comfortable feel. You get in some tighter sections and, and rocky stuff, and this just has a comfortable feel. So it's a less expensive bike to purchase, but, man, you can get the parts. You still have very quality high-end products on this bike. Uh, to me, that's what I would be wanting to go for if I was a manufacturer. A little bit less money to spend. Still have a high-quality product out there, and I feel like people should be buying this bike because – Quite frankly, it's it's pretty damn fun. So still has a Makuni 38 carb, and it also comes with the O-ring chain. So there is some things different on this YZ125X. It's not just hand guards, an 18-inch uh, you know, rear wheel. I will say that the fuel capacity is the same, so nothing's changed there. Granted, if you guys are going long distances anyway, I don't know if, if an OEM would come up with a larger capacity tank, if, if it would even be big enough for you guys out there. So... Um, you can go to IMS, you can go to Cherubis, they have larger tanks, you can go check those out. But there are some differences in this X, more so than I would have thought when I actually got the bike. So, kind of cool. I had some of my buddies, uh, test riders that went back last year to South Carolina to ride this 125X. Dallas Dunn is one of my photographers and a test guy. He's never really ridden a 125, and he thought it was the most fun he's had in a long time. I have to concur on some parts of what he has to say. And uh, with with a bike weighing about 208 pounds, just over 200 pounds, and you're a, an adult-sized human being, it's going to be fun to ride. The power-to-weight ratio is insane. It's fun to ride. It's flickable, easy to maneuver, doesn't get you worn out, even though you got to ride it you know, more aggressively than you do a four-stroke. Still doesn't wear you out like a four-stroke can. There's not a lot of engine braking, and it has enough RPM response to pop over some obstacles and, and get you excited to ride this bike. So uh, for me, those are the points that I really want to drive home in this podcast. Those changes that Yamaha made are worth it if you are a 50-50 hybrid rider. We talk about that kind of guy a lot in these podcasts. My shootout is going to... Um, 
be geared more towards that kind of guy where I have a lot of buddies. You know, Matt Servog, you hear about him on the Pulp Show, and he's a test writer here. He's a blue-collar guy, gets up at 2 in the morning, works his ass off, electrician, and he comes home 3, 4 in the afternoon. There's still some daylight. He wants to go ride some trails. But on the weekend, he comes moto with me. So he's a 50-50 blend type of rider, just loves it. And uh, I want to gear my off-road test to some of those type of guys because I feel like those type of consumers are growing. You're not just pigeon-held down to, I'm an off-road guy. Well, more so as, as time goes on, I feel like, these guys want to go moto with their dudes, and they want to go trailer ride with their other dudes. So it's kind of cool. I have off-road guys that I ride with, and I also have moto guys that I ride with. So this 125X is geared for a 50-50 type of rider. So what's it like to ride? So compared to a YZ125 Moto Edition, uh, this X model does have more lugability, a little bit smoother delivery down low. So you're not getting that crispness of a normal YZ125, you're not getting that gak, 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 that, that real poppy RPM crispness that you do on a YZ125. It does have a little bit of a softer, low RPM hit, but mid-range to top end, I almost feel like it is a little bit more fun to ride because it's stretched out longer. Um, I don't have to shift as much. I feel like I can shift less and be in second and third gear more, fourth gear less. And that has something to directly to do with how Yamaha laid out their engine specs when they designed this X. Um, the 1350 gearing, for me, I would use that gearing if I was a moto guy or if I was an off-road guy. Just to the simple fact that I can run second gear um, and it's usable, but yet I can shift early and get into third gear and make that even more usable for me. Um Riding on some of these trails, and I guess I can try to paint you a picture since you're listening to this. I laid out a loop above my house. It's about nine and a half miles long, and it starts out with some flowy single track down on the lower elevation. And then as you get up higher in the mountains, it gets super technical, rocky switchbacks where you're almost in first gear a lot of the times. And then you have some drop-offs, and it's more extreme-ish coming down on these sand washes that we had and then you got to get out of that canyon up and over and then down into some um flowier trails so there's a there's a mix of rock flowy trail um extreme type of technical ability that you have to get into these these loops so that's how i'm going to design my shootout when i do this shootout is i'm going to have a little bit of everything so i ended up riding this this loop several times with this 125x took my doctor with me he is not uh, at the level where he can ride some of these sections, so we, sh- we cut some of those extreme sections out. Um, but for me, the YZ125X pleased both of us in a different manner. So for me, I'm used to a four-stroke feel. I like to have rear-wheel traction. I like to know that I can get up some hills. I like to have some excitement. And to me, a four-stroke provides that. With this YZ125, I was scared that I'm going to have to work my ass off. I'm 43 years old. I don't want to be working so hard that I'm just going to tire myself out or not have enough excitement there okay, to where I'm just going to be bored. Quite frankly, I was having the opposite. I was having almost – I wouldn't say almost. I probably was having a better time on this YZ125X than I did when I originally went up to the same loop when I was on – uh, a WR or even a YZ250. Uh, 
250FX at some point. The 125 gets in and out of those tight, rocky sections easier. When I had to foot plant my way out and about and around some of these obstacles, man, I was surprised of how easy it was to be in first gear foot plant and the bike did not stall. I did, however, turn the idle up a little bit more than what comes standard. So for me, I try to set my RPM level, if you guys have a tachometer or an hour meter on there, about 2,800 RPM. That's where I set it. And for me, no stalling. Um, Lugability was nice for a 125. Obviously, I'm not going to get as much as I did on a 250FX. But easier to maneuver, easier to foot plant, and just basically... I had more fun in these tight, slippery, tight canyons. And yes, we do have slippery conditions here because there are some, still some water running down some of these creeks. And <laughs> I popped out of this canyon. I'm like, holy shit, man. I can't believe how fun it, it is to ride. So after I got up and did a couple loops, uh, switched bikes you know, with my doctor, which he was on a 250FX, he rode this YZ125X around the same loop, uh, minus the extreme section, right? And he had one positive and one negative. So the positive was easier for him to ride, slash more excitement, and had more fun. So that's all in one package. And then the second one is he felt like, um, with the lack of engine braking, that he had to, he stalled it a little bit too much. So then again, I turned the idle up a little bit for him, he learned um, how to adapt with not having that engine braking, and he had a blast. He took this bike for two days. He normally <laughs> doesn't ride on the weekends because he has a lot of work to do, especially with COVID being around and all these things. He rode both days and said, man, I'm going to go buy one. So now he's on the hunt for a YZ125X, and that's how much fun he had. And I will add, he's 50-some years old, 190 pounds, um, you know, B-level off-road guy, likes to have a good time, likes to come up in the mountains, just ride for a, you know, a few hours and then go home, and loves the way it, this bike handles and goes up some of these trails that we have here in my backyard. I will say, on the suspension side of things, it is soft for him and I, 170, 190 pounds. If you're 150 pounds or less, the, the suspension is going to be just fine for you guys. I would feel like spring rate would be... Okay, but if as you're bumping up over 160 pounds, you might have to go to a heavier springs on each end. For me, at least, I would I would go to a uh, a four eight shock and then a probably a four two uh, fork spring just to hold up a little bit more. But I will say this about the suspension on the YZ125: as dated as it is, like we talked about on the intro of the show, still the best suspension and feel that I get out of any off-road machine out there right now. Um, I've ridden some Honda CRF 250RX. That is a fun machine. I love that bike as well, and that is some good suspension for Showa standards. But KYB just seems to follow the ground a little bit more. It moves a little bit more. I feel like I have more tire contact patch. And then especially for me, when I get to these flowy trails that are kind of arced and I still got to stay on the gas, and in here in California, yes, we have moisture, but it's not grippy i could be on the throttle have this bike leaned and it i feel like i have more more tire contact patch because this fork and the shock follows it makes the tires follow the ground really well i love that feel always feels positive i don't have a skatey narrow tire contact patch 
KYB older design, SSS, but there's a reason why they haven't completely gone away with it. And I can tell you guys this. Uh, I come from experience. I know they've tested other types of forks. Um, they tried to possibly maybe go in a different direction, but the R&D team over in Japan, as well here in America, they said, nope, not as good. We're not going to a different type of fork until it is better than what we have. We don't care how dated the stuff is. If it doesn't perform better than what we got, we will not do it. I respect that. That's not the case in a lot of R&D teams. They say, hey, man, it works better here in this area, but not as good in here. But you know what? We're going to push this because it's new and we could sell it. That's bullshit. They, over there at Yamaha, haven't done that yet. I am stoked on that because this fork is awesome. You can make great settings based upon this fork and shock. So kudos to Yamaha for doing that. Uh, real quick, for you guys out there that want to get a baseline setting, if you guys have, hey, you know what, I don't got enough money, I don't want to revalve my shit, uh, here is a setting that I came up with that was good for uh, my doctor, Gardner Tarlow, and myself. For the fork, compression, eight out, um, rebound, seven or six to seven out. I went back and forth to try to slow it down a little bit. It worked really well with seven out on the rebound on faster choppy stuff. But if you're going to slower speed, maybe some rocks, I went to a six out setting, which I liked. Shock, 102 millimeters of sag. So just know that. Low speed compression, eight out. Uh, one and one quarter high speed on the shock. And the rebound, six out. That was my baseline setting for that. Um, I would prefer to go to, and, and here's what I would do, honestly, guys. If I was going to have this bike, I want, I probably wouldn't even revalve the stuff. I would just drop in heavier springs, leave the valving alone, and see what you guys feel like. I can't tell you how many times people just get their shit done from aftermarket companies, and, and Racetech included. I'm sure the guys over at Racetech will tell you the same thing. Sometimes, in, in some cases, the valving on these OEM bikes are really good. They're just a little bit undersprung. Chances are you're going to have to respring whatever it is that you're going to uh, valve, right? So get the springs first. Try that with the stock valving. And if you're not happy, then go revalve your stuff. Don't just, up. Oh, I got a new bike. <clears throat> yep, I'm 180 pounds. Got to get revalved, resprung. Try and trust some of the OEM R&D teams that they, hey, you know, KYB comes out to Yamaha or with Yamaha and tests with them. So I don't know if you guys know how this works, but when they do come up with a setting, it's not just the Yamaha R&D team out there. They say, yep, that's good enough. Fuck it. No, KYB is out there. Yamaha is out there. KYB will go through different valving stacks. The riders will be like, no, I don't like that. Yes, I like that. They'll meet in the middle, and they'll come up with a valving that pleases a wide range of riders. Yamaha has Stephen Butler, which is, a, you know, he's all dick and ribs. He's a small, short, skinny guy. Travis Preston, he's a tall gorilla type of dude. And then you got Stevie Tarkowski. He's in the middle. He's like the middle guy. So I know more about the Yamaha R&D team because, one, I was there at a, at a certain time, you know, in my life. And then also I know these guys. So they meet in the middle. They try the best setting. So chances are I would trust that team to deal with some of the valving settings and just try to maybe dial in the spring rate. That's how I would work it. Still not happy. I get it. 
Go get your stuff valved. And if you are going to get your stuff valved, go to Racetech. Trust me, they have good settings for off-road, especially off-road. That gold valve seems to work exceptionally well. Uh, I just did a a race. Well, I should say a race. A test on a race bike that had Racetech stuff on it for GP settings, and it was amazing. Followed the ground well. Soaked up chop. No rigidity. So just go there. Check them out if you guys want your stuff revalved. But first things first, get the springs. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Hang tight. We'll be back to the show in a minute. Listen to these advertisers. They're good people. Great products. There's discount codes. Email me, as always, if you have any questions or doubts about the stuff. Thanks. All-American Chevrolet in Colleen, Texas is a proud supporter of Keeper Inc. and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Colleen. Chevy, find new roads. FMF, fast mother bleep, nah, flying machine factory, that's what it stands for, go to fmfracing.com, you got a four stroke, two stroke, they've got what you need, trust me, older two stroke pipes and silencers, they have it, they still make them, you got a newer four stroke, you want some extra horsepower, they got that too, but most importantly, if you guys want to look cool at the track, maybe you want to make your chick look cool. You want to wear a cool hat, or you're a two-stroke guy, and you want a shirt that says mixing gas and hauling ass. Go to fmfracing.com. They got a whole merch section. Trust me, it's real. there's a lot of stuff over there. It looks pretty cool. So Kiefer Inc. 19 saves you some money on the merch. I suggest you go do it. I have a two-stroke shirt, and I don't even wear freaking two-stroke shirts. That's how cool this thing is. So. Go to fmfracing.com, save yourself some money, and of course, if you have any problems, you have any concerns, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and hopefully I can guide you in the right direction on FMF products. I know a lot about them, so trust me, they're good, quality built. There's even a guy back in the dining room you probably never heard of. His name is George. He is a wizard. He is the one just grinding away, doing all of the dyno testing, handing the the stuff off to me at times to test. He's a smart dude. FMFRacing.com. Go visit the site. It's a cool site. Go get some merch. Save yourself some money with Kiefer Inc. Thank you, guys. Are you an older guy like me? I'm 43, and I still love to go race dirt bikes. If you're like me, go to OregonOldTimers.com. They're just not racing in Oregon. They got a race coming up at Glen Helen September 5th and 6th. They have a Mesquite, Nevada race, October 31st and November 1st. Bring the family, long motos, classes for everyone, very cool organization, and it's run very good. It's not this thing you're going to be sitting around all day waiting to ride, and when you do ride, you got five laps. Longer motos, fun to get in shape, hang out with your family, hang out with your buddies, go race some dirt bikes, go to OregonOldTimers.com. And check out the schedule. And if you guys have any questions, hit me up, Chris at KeeferInkTesting.com, and I'll be more than happy to help you out. See you guys at the race. Have you guys checked out BloodLubricants.com? If you haven't, B-L-U-D Lubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sport Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils 
in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain. And uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils. And uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check legitimacy of this stuff because um, I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, honestly, tried it. Was very surprised about the oil. Did some temperature readings. It was little over 30 degrees cooler in my YZ450F compared to some other oils I've been running. So the stuff is good. They sponsor over 250 racers from Enduro, Enduro Cross, Hair Scrambles, UTVs, Supercross now. They got some Supercross guys. So go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Use the discount code KEFER and get some percentage off your oils. They'll ship them to you. Probably get a hat or two. You know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. ScreenPrintingDone.com You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company. He is a rad human being. And he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, hoodies, hats, Different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, screenprintingdone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. Be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and screenprintingdone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. You got a new bike? Hell, you got an old bike? Go to ride-engineering.com. You can use the code KT. 25 to get 25% off. If you're looking for anything chassis-related, clamps, bar mounts, axle blocks, whatever it is. They even got calipers, brakes. They do it all over there at ride-engineering.com. So go check them out. Use the code. Save yourself some money. If you have any questions, you guys know the email. Visit them. Ride-engineering.com. Have you ever just walked out inside your garage, go to start your bike, and that some bitch don't start? Well, that's because you were like me at one point. I did not use firepower batteries on some of my test bikes out there. Go to start it one morning before a test, dead. My good old trusty YZ450F, dead. Go to firepowerparts.com, do yourself a fair, put a battery in your Yamaha or any color bike, lose a little bit of weight, you'll get more reliability. And while you're at it, you're looking for a chain, Firepower Parts do O-ring chains as well as heavy-duty seal chains. And they even got oil. You can check them out. Firepowerparts.com. They have a lot of great parts. That's why they're on this show. And, of course, they are a WPS company, so you know it's quality. Go visit them. Firepowerparts.com. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to ProTaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars? You don't want a crossbar? ProTaper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half-waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The Race Cut grips? Come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy, so go check them out, protaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to keyforinktesting.com. There's a complete article 
on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyframe testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? ProTaper. ProTaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. If you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris. Hit him up. You guys looking to buy a new bike? 2021s are out. Go to Power Motorsports. That's right. They're in Oregon. PowerMotorsports.com. If you guys want a deal on a Yamaha, ooh, or a Kawasaki, ah, or maybe, just maybe, you want a KTM. They got them all there. They have Kiefer Inc. testing special discounts. Email me, Chris, at KieferIncTesting.com, and I will get you in touch with David Sibley. That's right, David Sibley at Power Motorsports. He knows the drill. He knows Kiefer Inc. testing gives the best deals possible, and so do Power Motorsports. Hit them up, powermotorsports.com. Back with the show. Thanks for listening. Here we go, YZ125X. What about handling? Straight line stability? Man, you can just leave this sucker pinned. It stays planted, like I said. You don't have to worry about any head shake or anything like that. It is just a fun, pleasurable bike to ride. You don't have enough horsepower in a in a 125 to really be like, oh, you know, I'm getting head shake. It's kind of deflecting. You just don't have enough power. The bike is so light, and most likely you'll be stronger than the machine is, right? So stability isn't a problem on the 125X. I was more concerned about lugability, rideability, ease of riding on the 125 with the engine, and there is a difference between the 125 motocross version and then this X. I went back and forth a couple times on separate days on a motocross track, I may add, and I would say out if it's loamy, deep dirt, the 125 uh, motocross version is, is better for me. I can get in, in and out of there, but man, later in the day, Glen Helen, 2 o'clock, the X was awesome because it followed the ground, Brett. Followed the ground better. I had um, a better contact patch feel, and also a little bit more rear wheel cushion with that eighteen inch rear wheel tire. I like having some more cushion on square edge, so the eighteen inch followed the ground better. So there are positives having that X on a motocross track. And for me, to me, I wouldn't say if it was just moto, the one twenty five X is better, but in areas it is. So. Being a hybrid rider, thinking of you guys out there, having those days at the motocross track will not will not make you unhappy. You'll still be smiling, has a good time. And for me, um, I, again, I would need stiffer springs to go ride moto, be aggressive, but wasn't horrible if you guys are on the vet track, if you guys are at Glen Helen, not a lot of big jumps. So suspension, hold up is decent, but you just got to make sure to get those settings out and uh, I'll have those up on keyforinktesting.com here soon. Um, 
Aiden rode it. I want to talk a little bit about Aiden, my kids, 125 pounds. He rode it. Not a big off-road kid. I'm going to make him ride a hare and hound with me next year, um, sometime in 2021. Although he doesn't want to, I'm going to make him do this with me because I feel like every kid should experience different types of racing and riding to make them more of a well-rounded rider. And when you get older, you kind of respect more types of riding. So he rode the 125X, and he's usually pretty hard on different types of things. He's not as open as open-minded as me, but I can tell you right now, he had a lot of fun on the X. We rode these trails in the backyard here in Asperia, California, and he was like, man, I could do this. I would like to do this. So now he's actually excited to ride a hare and hound with me, which makes me happy, more father and son time. So for a young kid, you're looking out there to uh, mix it up a little bit, have some more fun. 125X is okay for a 14-year-old, 125 pounds. Suspension for him was really good. So, uh, Stephen Butler, if you're listening to this, man, uh, good job on the suspension setting for a 14-year-old because Aiden's 125 pounds, and you completely nailed it for that kind of a guy. I am going to say it is a little bit rich. So, there are a couple. It's not everything's all, you know, (laughs) rainbows and cotton candy over here. Uh, raise your clip position up one, go a little bit leaner. That helps RPM response, makes it run a little bit cleaner out of, especially if you're lugging it around in a tight Canyon. Um, it did load up a couple times on me. Didn't foul a plug, but did load up. I was scared. I was going to foul a plug in these canyons. So I raised the clip up to the second position was so much better, uh, cleaner, better RPM response. I'm running uh, 40 to 1 premix ratio. We are about 3,200 feet of elevation here. We went up as high as 5,000 feet, and that clip position was good. I didn't mess with the main, didn't mess with the pilot, left the other jetting specs stock. Just raise your clip up one, and that seems to help a lot of that uh, load up, rich feeling, low RPM delivery. So make sure you do that. Um, Dunlop AT81 tires, not a huge fan of them, but they are decent, better than the stock tires that come on the YZ125. Those Dunlop 52s are ancient, not as good. 81 tires, they will not, they will not last as long as you hope. So if you guys are off-road, I still would probably go to a 3S front, 33 rear if you're a Dunlop guy. I would love to recommend another tire for you, but I haven't had spent, I haven't spent that much time. Um, riding off-road on different types of tires. I'm going to try to do that this December when we do the shootout. Um, O-ring chain is awesome. Didn't sh- I think I adjusted it twice in the matter of a month that I've had it, so that is impressive. It's cool that they come with an O-ring chain. They last long. They don't eat up uh, your sprockets as quickly as normal chains do. And I will say Sunstar makes sprockets, and I don't talk about this enough, and I always forget. It's a good thing I remembered right now. Stock sprockets on the Yamahas are awesome. They last a long time. Uh, Sunstar makes the sprocket, so if you guys are looking for stock type quality of on Yamahas, Sunstar makes these sprockets. Um, you can go get them on um, RockyMountainATVMC.com. They have them there. Uh, as well as, for me, handlebar band cockpit is nice. I don't think... And I, I got to check on this, but I don't think the, the peg height is the same as it is on a YZ 450, 250 motocross model. Because to me, it feels like I'm a little, I have a little bit more room 
on the YZ125. So if you're a little bit taller of a guy, the cockpit isn't as cramped, to me at least, as it is on the newer four-stroke motocross models that Yamaha makes. So that is good news. So lots of positives here on this. Very fun machine to ride. I gave you guys some settings. What I will do here in the future, I'm going to put more time on this thing. We're going to do some durability. If it's anything like a Yamaha quality, it should last a long time. But again, I run 40 to 50 to 1. I use Formula K2 Maxima. I'm going to try some different brands, but that's what I normally run. It burns clean. haven't had any you know, uh, plug fouling issues so far. Uh, the clutch itself... I've abused it a, you know, a fair amount in the past month. Still pretty good. Um, the clutch pull, I will say, does get harder over time. I'm a month in, and it does. the pull is a little bit harder. Granted, it is only a 125, so it's not going to be crazy tough to pull in. I'm not going to be sitting here bitching about a 125 pull, but I know some of you guys email me about pull and how the leverage ratio is. The window of engagement is nice on a cable clutch. I'm still a cable clutch fan yes hydraulic clutch is nice when you're in tight canyons ktm has that i would prefer that way if i'm running some extreme stuff and i'm abusing the clutch but as cable clutches go this yz125x does last a long time it's fairly decent in the world of clutches compared to hydraulic clutch so don't worry about that uh seat foam i wanted to mention this it does break down over time if you guys are washing your bike take your seat off Wash your bike without the seat. I'm a month in, and it does get softer. Go to Guts Racing. Get a standard foam. Their standard foam for the YZ125 is a little bit stiffer than your standard OEM foam. So that'll help. doesn't break down as quick. Uh, not, not really a huge fan of the seat cover or really dislike it, but I just liked a ribbed cover. If you guys are riding off-road and you don't want to be sliding back and forth, go to a Guts rib seat cover. Um, Guts is not a advertiser of the show. I'm just a fan of the product. Andy has been doing this a long time, and he makes really, really good stuff. So overall, guys, fun bike to ride. No, it doesn't have an e-start. You guys need to calm down. It doesn't need e-start. The thing kicks over like you can kick it over with your hand. That's how easy it is to kick. Um, not a huge stickler when it comes to 125 and e-starts. I don't feel like they need them. And if they did put the e-start in, I feel like... <laughs> It would cost you more money. And again, for 6700 bucks, fun bike to ride. Resale value on YZ125s are excellent. You can go to yamaha-motor.com and read all about it and check more info out there. We're going to put, um, I guess I can tell you guys right now. I was going to type this up and put on keyforinktesting.com. But right here, I'll give you a little snippet. I did try Pro Circuit's R Ryan Villapoto pipe on this thing. If you guys want more bottom in, Go to Pro Circuit, ask for the Villapoto pipe, and if you are running closed course conditions, get a shorty silencer. This thing barks and rips with this combination. Uh, I'll throw up a test over on my website about more about it, but I'm telling you right now, Mitch came out with this. This was the elusive Ryan Villapoto special YZ125 pipe. Well, he's actually selling them now, and if you guys want more bottom to mid-range, holy hell, this thing actually has more hit with this pipe on than the YZ125 Motocross Edition. So we put that on our 125X. It's fun to ride, snappy, creates a cleaner feel in the jetting along with that raising that clip up. So 
You guys are in the market for a pipe and a silencer. Go to ProCircuit.com or call over there. Ask for the RV2 YZ125 pipe. They they offer uh, silencers that are spark-arrested versions as well. We have that. That does kill a little bit of the mid-range with the spark-arrester, but nonetheless, RV2 pipe, awesome. Good, (laughs) fun pipe, man. Compared, I, I will do a little comparison here. Compared to the standard Pro Circuit YZ125 pipe that they do sell, you'll just get a little bit more bottom to mid-range RPM response with a little bit better pulling power in second and third gear with the RV2 pipe. So check it out. I don't know how many he's going to make or if it's more expensive, but I do know that he's offering it. So go over there and uh, ask for it and tell him that you uh, heard about it over on keyforinktesting.com. All right, so that pretty much wraps it up for the 125X. Like I said, shootout's coming December time. I'm going to pick out one listener slash reader to help us do this. I like getting my reader and listener involved. If you're a hybrid type of writer, I've been getting your emails. I got them. If I don't respond, I tag them, I flag them, and put them in a folder. So don't stress out. I did get your email. And we're going to do a little draw here. We're going to go over these letters and tell me the, the letters basically, basically explain to me why they feel like, these listeners, feel like they should be involved in the shootout. So we're going to get you one, uh, maybe two involved. Maybe I'm going to get you two involved. And uh, just a normal consumer, normal dude is what I'm looking for. Blue-collar guy, goes to work, likes to ride on the weekend, is a 50-50 hybrid type of rider. We're going to get you involved in the keyforinktesting.com 2021 off-road ultimate, okay? Ultimate off-road shootout. That's what we're going to do. So December time. Hopefully some more storms come in California. Holy hell, man. We need some fucking moisture up in here. We got one storm, World Vet Weekend, and it pissed down rain. And we got some moisture up here in Asperia, California. But, man, could use a lot more. Makes conditions way better for testing for off-road. So um, check that out over on keyforinktesting.com. As well, we're going to do a probably that shoe, same shootout over on racerxonline.com. We'll do a RacerX Films and hope to see you guys out in the trail. Any information about my advertisers, this test, or the YZ125, or the RV2 pipe, or anything, chris at keyforinktesting.com. I'll answer them. Just calm down. I'm busy. I get a lot of emails, but I will get back to you. Really trying hard to create differences and separate myself from other media outlets to give you more personal attention. Have real, honest tests. Um, No, I'm not a polished dude. I'm not perfect. I make mistakes, but it's real over here, guys. I'm not just not taking money. I'm trying to get rich on my website and media company just to feed you a bunch of bullshit. Uh, we're pretty real over here, and uh, if you guys haven't met me, uh, I'm gonna just tell you that uh, it's a no bullshit way. <laughs> it's a no bullshit philosophy over here at KeeferInkTesting.com. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Tell others, spread the word. It helps us grow. And Return gets you guys out there more information, more podcasts, more articles. We'll just keep this sucker up and moving and get this train longer and bigger and have more fun doing it. So thank you guys for joining me. Next week, we're going to do something different. 2020 Honda Sierra 450 versus 2021 Honda Sierra 450R. We're going to talk about the differences, how it's felt on the track. And if if you can find a 2021 Honda 450, if that bike is actually better than the 2020 version, where it is, and if it's not, where isn't it better on the track, and if it's worth the money. 
something a little bit different, right? We'll hit you back next week. See you guys.